Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. So that our Jewish brothers can now read the New Testament in Hebrew and get it. And guess what? One of their translations in explaining this, they said in the Hebrew New Testament Bible, they said, according to the rabbinical tradition, because you know they believe in the rabbinical, right? And I told you on Sunday, the standard for Judah bore the figure of a lion. He's talking about flag. Where's Judah? Here. So he's saying that, now listen, there are other tribes, but their flag doesn't matter. It is the flag of Judah that matters. So they are standing there and they had raised the flag and the emblem on the flag is a lion. Now they said Reuben Reuben's banner had the likeness of a man's head. Where is Reuben? On the south. So they said the flag of Reuben had the man's head. Have you ever checked the meaning of Reuben? Reuben means behold the sun. In other words, see the sun. <laughs> That's what Reuben means. See the sun. So his name actually means sun. No wonder the emblem is the head of a man. Can you see that? Yes, now Ephraim <laughs> on the west their flag is what? The ox or the bullock. And on the north is done. And the emblem on their flag is the great eagle. Now, is it not amazing that every revelation that John will see, one of the beasts will say, come and see. Do you get it? So the first beast said, come and see the white one. The black horse, for the black horse, another beast said, come. 
So now you will, be, you will know which beast said. So for the east, Judah, it was the lion, the one with the face of a lion, that said, John, come and see this white horse. Okay? Yes, sir. The north was the eagle, also told that, uh, uh, John, he said, come and see this one. Then west, the ox, also said, come and see. And then the south also said, come and see. It's not the song, come and see you. Yes, indeed, it's good you sing that song. Because I'm going to show you what the Lord has done with this. Now, notice that all these four horses, they have no good purpose. Their aim is to destroy. Why were they found on this point of, you know, the cardinal point? When we read Zechariah, he said one was coming from the north, the south, the east. Why are they coming from there? Because you see, naturally, these are, now the Bible said that even though this has not happened yet, the breeze around them is already flowing. So we have distraction coming from the north. We have distraction coming from the west, from the east, and from the south. They are coming from everywhere. Isn't it amazing? Now, if you don't teach it well, God doesn't help you to understand this. The church will live in fear, knowing we are in trouble. Aha. Say glory. glory. No, say it again. So glory. glory. You want to know what God has done for you? Yes, Let me show you the configuration of the camp. <laughs> you know, I'm jumping because I now understand the song. Uh -huh. See, whether you are aware or not, there are enemies from the north, south, east, and west. Yes. Haven't you heard the, the north winds? Yes. Have you heard that before? Yes. Exactly. You see, what you need is not wind. What you need is air. Air is not wind. Tsunami, we learned, is not caused by air. It's caused by strong winds. What do they do? They hit against the air for the air to act. And when the air opposes it, it enforces it and rolls it. And if it is a wind, there's a spirit behind. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting light? Yes. Okay. So now see. The white horse is coming from the east. The Antichrist. His spirit is already. Huh? The question is, are you protected from his spirit? The north, the south, and the west. Now let me show you the last, lastly. Show me the arrangement of the tribes. I asked you a question. Why is the tabernacle? It's here. And God made it in such a way that every tent of the tribes is facing the tabernacle. 
Who is the tabernacle? Christ. So he made it in such a way that all the tribes will look unto Jesus. With their backs facing where the enemies are coming from. Now, if the enemy, Joshua, come. This is Reuben from the south. Because your name is not in the tribe. So, so, so this is the tabernacle. So he's, he's facing here. His back is facing the enemy. Don't you think the enemy will come from behind and hit him? Okay. Alex, you are the tabernacle. Come here. <laughs> so your back is facing. He doesn't know what is behind he is facing, looking, as long as he's looking onto Jesus. What, who do you think Jesus is looking at? The enemy. From here. From there. From there. And from there. Now, this is how God wants, I'm teaching you this because the Holy Spirit said to me that this is how God wants you to live your life until we are gone. Live your life looking onto Jesus. Now, if you turn this way to look onto the enemy, what you are saying is that you are capable of handling the enemy. The fear of the enemy will even destroy you. So Jesus didn't say that, those of you here, look here. Those of you here, look here. No, no, no. He said, everywhere from where you stand, look onto Jesus. Can you see that? Yet, when you look at the beast, they are not looking here. Their faces look here. How is Christ looking at them? Because he is not looking at them as one man. He is looking at them as four faces. You know the four faces of Christ? The gospel. So, those coming from the, the enemies that are coming from the east, the lion is watching them. Meanwhile, you are looking unto Christ and your back is against the enemy. Those coming from the north, the eagle is looking at them. Those coming from the south, the man Jesus is looking at them. And those coming from the west, the ox is looking at them. So where are you? So you see, you are here. You are well protected. Can you see that? Thank you. I read two scriptures to you. So look at it. From top, we are covered four times. From the ground, we are covered four times. Oh my. Oh my. Who does come for the golden board? <laughs> from, from where? How are they coming for the golden board? Are they coming from the top? Are they bringing an helicopter? Are they going to shoot? We are protected four times. Are they coming from the ground? Which direction are they coming from? There is a lion. There is, a, there is an eagle. There is the face of Christ. 
and there is an ox. Why are your enemies coming? God says, rest and look unto Jesus. Stop fighting the battle. In 1 Samuel 17, 47. Look at what the Bible says. 1 Samuel 17, verse 47. Can we all read? One go. <laughs> For the battle is the Lord's. Look unto Jesus. The battle is his. You didn't hear that. You know, don't you think you'll be, imagine that you know, you know now that the, the, the pale horse is coming and your back is facing. Don't you think you'll be like, hey, what if I don't turn? The question is, is there battle for you? The reason why we, people are taught, see, warfare, warfare, spiritual warfare is not what we have been taught. Spiritual warfare it's not the coming of witches and wizards and Satan. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. This is warfare. And when it comes to warfare, what has God done for us? He has given us his armor. The armor of God. The helmet of salvation. The breastplate of righteousness. The belt of truth. The sword of peace. <laughs> the sword of the spirit. The shield of faith. Ladies and gentlemen, you are too much. Because you see, warfare is of the mind. The warfare, warfare, warfare is mind. It's not physical. It's mind. Look at it. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of casting down and every high thing that exalted itself against knowledge and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So you are seeing imagination. You are seeing knowledge. You are seeing thoughts. So warfare has to do with the mind. That is why he said, put on the helmet of salvation. So that every arrow cannot enter into your mind. That is why we keep talking about righteousness. That's why we keep talking about who you are in Christ. So that you put on. Now, the fact that you have the helmet does not mean you are wearing it. That's what people should know. Ah, but I'm born again, I'm saved. But why is the devil dealing with my mind? Why do I still have conferences in my mind? You are not worried, you are holding it. I hope you know the difference. Because when you read, is it Ephesians 6? He said, put on. So you must carry it and put on the helmet of salvation. You put on breastplate. You put on the shoes. Why the shoes? Because under the shoes, it has spikes. And the spikes, when they stand, is like nails. So it enters the socket. It enters into the earth. So that they can stand fair. Can you see that? And then the breastplate. 
that one there's a lot to talk about. He calls it the breastplate of righteousness. That one is made, the surface is of scales of, of, of fish. What is scales of fish in the Bible, Leviticus? It speaks of holiness. Remember, it is of righteousness unto holiness. In Leviticus chapter 1, he said, don't eat any animal that has no scale. Why? Because they are not holy. But you eat animal. That's why I told you that um, salmon, catfish, and so on and so forth, they contain higher amount of mercury, which is dangerous for your mind. Okay? People are mad, be not because of girlfriend or we. <laughs> or, yeah, they, are, they are mad because of mercury, too much mercury. Why is it, why is it important to put on the, uh, the breastplate? Because that's where your heart is. It protects your heart. And it has a very shiny surface which, with which you blind the enemies when you see light, the light of God's word. When you receive light of God's word, it shines upon your righteousness. And it blinds the eye of the enemy. Reason why you must stick to the word. Can you see that? Yes, <laughs> oh, you don't watch Roman movies, these movies. You realize that when the sun is shining, they stand there. Then the enemies are blocking their eyes because the sun is, uh -huh, there's a reflection. That's what they use the breastplate for. So the Bible says that your adversary, your adversary, the devil. And I explained to you that the, the word adversary is the Greek word anti-dikos. In other words, anti-dikaisune. Because righteousness means dikaisune. Okay? So anti-dikos means anti, against. So against righteousness. So the enemy is against righteousness. What is he looking for? Your heart. So when the enemy came out from, the, from, his, from his place, you, have, you think there's nothing is happening. So you remove your righteousness and you put, you put it down. You are resting. He will strike your heart. So the Bible says, put on. Put on your helmet. Put on. You see? Yeah. Some of you, you are not putting on the shirt of peace. Ah, yeah, look at it. It's called the gospel of peace. So, so you have it, but it's there. So now when the enemy pushes you, you will fall. Because you are not wearing the shoe under which the spikes are holding you from falling. You see, when the enemies are coming, they stand with their shield like this. And they can push them, boom, and they are still standing. Because under their shoes are spikes that are helping them to stand firm. What does he mean? When you preach the gospel of peace, you stand firm. You stand firm. So majority of us are not wearing. You are not preaching the gospel. You are holding your shoe. You are walking around. Oh. What kind of soldier is this? So you see, warfare is of the mind. And, 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 and we soldiers, we don't chase our enemies. We stand. If they don't come, we are okay. If they come, we stand. We win over them. Keep still standing. And when we are done with everything, we stand. How about the, the shield of faith? The shield of faith is not like And One shield of faith, God's shield of faith is like this. When you stand behind, it covers you from everywhere. So that when the enemy throws any arrow, boom. But you see, you must use the shield of faith well. How? 
The shield of faith is not metal like what you saw. The shield of faith is made of animal skin, the hide. Tanned skin, about six of them. So thick, so heavy, that when they put all together, it is like metal. Now, one amazing thing is that when you throw the arrow, it gets stuck in there so they can break it. Because if it's, if it's metal, it won't, it won't start, get stuck. It will hit and fall. So this one, it boom, and then it falls. But it can't penetrate. It's like the Takash. So imagine they use Takash. But you see, because it is tanned, they put it in the, into the sun. It's dried it and so on and so forth. It becomes brittle. Which means it's breakable. So you must keep your shield well. Otherwise, it will break on the battlefield. And you'll be in trouble. So what do they do? When they are not going for battle, in the morning, they will dip the shield in water. See, they will be like this. You see all of them, they are, they are chatting. If they don't have that one, they sprinkle water on it. So that it will soften it a bit. Because when it becomes brittle to break. Now when they are done putting it into water, they now oil it. To give it that shiny, fresh look. So now that you don't have battles in your life, keep watering your faith. <laughs> the word of God, the water. You, you, you. That's what you come to do here. Anytime you come here, you come to water your faith. Then we pray in the spirit. You oil it. Then you will sit home one week before you come in water. I was reading the book of Judges, chapter six or seven, about Gideon, and I saw how God selected the 300. Have you read it before? Have you thought about it? He said, there were 23,000. And he said, speak into the ears of the people and ask them, if you are afraid, go back. 22,000 went. 22,000 left. And they were left with only 10,000. Huh. So all these 22 fieros. <laughs> when God saw the 10,000, he said, no, the numbers are many. He said, let me help you deselect in your filter. <laughs> I know you didn't get it. <laughs> you deselect in your filter, right? Yes. Yeah. Remember the Bible. So he said, let them take them to the waters, to the water, and let them drink. Uh-huh. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people are too many. Bring them down onto the water, and I will try them for their thee, for, uh, for thee there. And it shall be that whom of whom I say unto thee, this shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee. And of whom Because of time. When Gideon took his warriors down to the water, the Lord told him, divide the men into two groups. 
in one group put all those who are who who cup water in their hands like this and lap it with their tongue like dogs in other in the other group put all those who kneel down and drink with their mouth in the stream so some will do this and they will drink and then some will also do this and use their tongue now he used two words you see water you see lap and you see dogs if you were in, if you are at sow you should understand what god is trying to say Hmm? Yes, sir. You get it now? Yes, sir. Who are the dogs? The Gentiles. Do you know the Gentiles believe the message of God than the Jews? Now, the lapping of the water means that they, they lap the word, the spirit. They, they eat the, no, of the word and they drink of the spirit. That's what they do. God says, these are the people. So he didn't choose those that look like the, Gen- the Jews. Who knelt? But those who lapped. I was shocked to hear. Then the Spirit of God said, this is the kind he's looking for. Now, when you are lapping, imagine, tongue. how many water do you think you can have? It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of time. Okay, but you see, when this water enters into you, then it flows from your belly as rivers. What does it mean? God expects you to be lapping on the word and on the spirit. It is not an easy thing to do. When people are sleeping, wake up and study the word. That's the lapping of the word. Speak in tongues for some time. That is the lapping of the spirit. It is difficult. Nobody will see this thing. I saw a vision. I was with Apostle Joshua Selman. And the Lord said I should watch something. And I was with him. Then he went away from me a bit. Because he saw a man that he said he must speak the word of God to. Now, the Lord was showing me after studying the book of Judges. And he said this guy has lapped so much that when he was, we were crossing the road to where the guy was. He was a crippled man. I saw fireball. Fireball. Uh, it just appeared from, from his left side. And it went straight to the guy before he went there. Then, but before we, went, we crossed the road, he was holding something like a catapult. And the Spirit of God took it from him. And he, he froze it in the air. And Joshua Selman didn't want God to, he didn't want to feel like, to be embarrassed or see the power. So he spoke to the Holy Ghost and said, oh, why are you doing this? <laughs> and I was watching. Then he, he crossed the road. He, Joshua Selman asked me to wait. And he said, he's coming. And he crossed the road and I saw the fireball, boom, to the guy before he got there. And I woke up. And the Spirit of God said, this is the essence of the lapping. Because lapping is not easy. 
When you go home, take a cup and just do it. You might not feel the water going through you, but don't worry. When the rivers are flowing, they are the people from whom the rivers of living waters flow. Now, when the waters are coming, they don't come as the way you drank. They come as rivers, streams of waters. So you see, spending time listening to God's word, you are lapping. Some you don't get, some you get. Some you are trying to understand, trying to get the whole thing, you are lapping. When you go home, in your Bible, you are lapping. People are sleeping, you are praying. Not as ritual. Not as ritual. But as something that you are deliberately doing. You are lapping. You are lapping. You are lapping. And the Lord said, have I won? That is why he always, you always see when he's teaching, people will scream because the fireball will go. I said, ah, amazing. The question is, how on earth will God use judges to show you John chapter 3, verse 7 and 8? Now, this is the dispensation. If you want to have more waters gushing out of you, making so much impact, keep lapping. Keep lapping and don't be afraid of the enemy behind because you are well protected. You hear us saying you are we, 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 you are protected. You are this. You are that. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's good. But lap. Lap. The battle is the Lord's. Say the battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. Why you go and tell those people who are, they are going for all night, they are going to deal with the devil. Because they don't know how much protected they are. They are part of us, oh. Yet, instead of looking onto Jesus, they have turned and they want to see which enemy is coming. Now they see the enemy and they are afraid. It's like, I can handle... By strength shall no man prevail. It is not by might, not by, by, by power. But by my spirit, saith the Lord. Second huh. Chronicles 20, 15. Yeah. I must be played. And he said, How can ye, all Judah? Let's do um, NLT. So. He said, Listen, all you people of Judah, say Judah. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-L Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact 
services on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to lead from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed. <laughs>